0: Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to slash trip for free shipping and 365 day returns.
1: Hi, I'm Dr. Mariam Zamani, and I'm an oculoplastic surgeon with a special interest in facial aesthetics and also the founder of MZ Skin. And
2: this is the Giddy Pig Podcast. Why are we called the guinea pig? Because that's what I am. I'm writer and journalist Fiona Golfar, and I'm here, ready and willing, to try out just about any treatment and treatment going. We are the breath that you take before trying anything out there. So, if you're looking for an honest, no holds barred approach to invasive and non invasive cosmetic surgery, then come join us from the clinic every Thursday on the Guinea Pig Podcast. Hi everybody and welcome to another episode of The Guinea Pig. Once again, we're not all together. I'm in sunny Cornwall and Mariam is in, is it sunny in London? It's sunny in London. <laughs> <laughs> this week I'm so thrilled to introduce my very old friend and genius hairdresser and colourist Josh Wood, founder of Josh Wood Colour, who's come to talk about All things colour, rescue, help at hand. Mariam is waving all his products through the screen. Josh, you literally couldn't have come on the guinea pig at a better time.
0: Uh, Or a worse time, depending which way uh, one's looking at it. Yeah, it's been really amazing in the last 10 weeks that we have, uh, A, transformed our business, but also really been there for people that are stuck at home and stuck with roots and aren't very happy with them. So, yeah, it's been a really interesting moment for the business.
1: I'm one of them, by the way, I spent an hour doing my hair the other day. So for those of you who've never seen me, I'm a brunette, I'm a dark brunette and I have highlights. My kids told me yesterday that my hair is uh, a few days ago. They told me my hair was yellow. Then they told me, actually, it's more like gold with yellow. And I was like, you know, I'm still Brown. So that night I ordered some lovely products and I spent an hour in my bathroom with, uh, actually I also did a gloss, uh, it's not here with me right now. So I did I did the gloss, which was so easy to use. I've never used anything in my hair before. Um, I sat in my bathtub, read a book, put my gloss in with my gloves, got it all in my roots, everywhere else, um, washed it out, and then I I've been doing this mask, everything mask, which I really really like. I was feeling that my hair is extremely dry and feeling very split endy, especially I haven't had a trim in a while. So I feel like my hair is nice and glossy and I'm going to do it again tonight. And then little bits that didn't go with the gloss that I put on, which actually didn't make my gray hair. I, I don't have lots of gray hair, but I have scattered gray hair everywhere. So it was really nice. It gave it a shine as opposed to being white. So it almost made it look like it was part of my highlight going as opposed to a gray hair. So I really liked it, except for these two that I tried not to get too close to you know, my hairline along my face because obviously you can potentially, I guess, darken the skin in that area and that's where I've been using this blending brush and the lighter brown for shades five to six it's um a brussel and it's got a little gel of color so when you push it down the gel comes out and you literally like paint it onto the area that you want and I really love this because it, it just like it gives it a beautiful gloss on top too and for me it was the perfect shade so I'm very happy and then I have the tinted dry shampoo uh, I feel that I'm not gray enough to use this. I, this brush is much better for someone like me as opposed to the dry shampoo because it's very—it's a lot of product at once and because I don't actually, like I don't have a line when you're looking of grey hair, I felt that it was a bit too much for, for me, but I think it would be perfect if you're one of those people who you can actually see a demarcation line of where the grey is coming in. So happy to have found this, especially since we're probably not going to be able to go to the hairdresser, what, until July. What are your clients saying, Josh? I mean, some
0: people that I Travel the world with. Have never even even really washed their own hair. They're finding this rather challenging. Other people are adapting, like you, using temporary products to be able to disguise or mask the grey rather than what they would normally do, which was go to a salon and get a a professional appointment.
2: Josh, you said something that was so telling to me the other day. We spoke uh, about this and um, you said something that I love because, you know, you've got very high end clients and you've got clients who buy you in the shops and you sell at Boots. What they're buying when they're buying you in the aisle of boots is they're buying, you said, 30 years worth of experience. You're a known name and you've got an amazing history in the fashion world. I've known you for many years in the fashion world. Josh used to come to my house, Marianne. When we first met Josh, used to come to my house and do my color. And he's worked on every head of hair that you could imagine. He's, he's done more fashion shows that you could sh- shake a stick at. He's Prada do a fashion show. Josh is the colour on that catwalk. You know, anybody whose hair you've ever admired, Josh has probably done their, their colour. It's only because I'm ancient. <laughs> <laughs> we're all ancient, but we look fabulous. It's very important to say. So when somebody goes and buys a box of Joshua colour, they're buying 30 years of your expertise. And I think that you said something to me the other day. We're in lockdown even the super rich can't get everything they want. There's no amount of money that's going to buy them, you fiddling about with their roots. But they may not be getting the frothy cappuccino and the camp chat, as you said, but they are getting the quality and the expertise. And they can come onto your website, Josh. It's absolutely brilliant what you're doing on your website. You can do a tutorial. You can speak to any one of the stylists from the salon, and you can be taken through the steps of how to do your own hair at home. And I think You were a little bit ahead of the the, the corona curve even on this, weren't you? I've always worked with formulators and marketeers that were developing products
0: that could be sold across the globe that would be relevant to people across the globe. I knew I wanted to kind of redefine the home hair category. What's always been missing in the at-home category is the expert voice, somebody being able to advise you, help you find the right colour. Because the first minefield that you get into – is the fact that you, as the consumer, have, have to choose your own product.
1: I am somebody who's never touched my color in my whole life. I've been doing highlights since I was, I don't know, 14, 15 years old. I remember going with my mother and I was going to just do nothing, um, mainly because as a brunette, there's, you know, everybody has their bad color they're going to turn into. I'm petrified of being orange. I mean, I just don't want to have orange hair at all. I'd rather be like black than orange. And your process was actually very easy because I almost think you've done to hair care what Charlotte Tilbury has done for makeup. So these uh, very quick tutorials, having that consultation where you take a picture of your hair. I, I didn't have time to actually physically speak to someone, but I sent in my photographs and within like three seconds, I had a response. I was going to get permanent color. And she said, well, you don't really have that many grays. I don't I don't recommend you doing that. That's not what you need at this time. And so I bought what she told me and it was, it's it been spot. On. And so, obviously, knowing that you're a hair guru and you know, like, there, you, you obviously are going to have a good product. But I had that immediate faith in the person who saw my picture um, mm-hmm. because I, I have to admit, when I did look at the website, I was like, okay, I'm going to try it on my own. It was, it's overwhelming because there's many shades of brown, basically. And so, I was worried that I was going to go too dark or too light. That consultation was very helpful. And I think the same way, you know, I don't wear a lot of makeup. Uh, I love Charlotte Tilbury's brand and mainly because she put these tutorials together that made it so simple for me to figure out how to do my eyes. So I'm not wearing anything now because I'm sitting in my closet at home. But, you know, generally speaking, I like to use that because she taught me how to do that in 30 seconds. And so now when I'm away for the summer for, you know, hopefully if I'm away for the summer for, you know, six or eight weeks, I can take my products with me or I have them in my bathroom and I don't need to stress about sort of wearing my hair in a ponytail all the time or, you know, different ways of doing things. So I, I feel like this is something that I picked up in quarantine, but that um, I will always much prefer to have somebody else do my hair, but if needed, I feel confident now that I could do this on my own, which is a huge save for me
0: the idea that you now have got the confidence to gloss your own hair blend in a little bit if you see the odd stray gray even the fact that we are turning the corner of that conversation to let everybody know it's safe and okay to color at home because a lot of people are doing it and are very happy with that
2: i just want to add that i'm a am in cornwall there's a huge amount of hair creativity goes on down here Nearly everybody in my local village's hair is cut in a very, very sharp bob. And it's generally sort of peacock blue if it's not hot pink. So when you talk about people are doing it for themselves at home, it's such an interesting thing to see where, where, where the locals get creative here. And it's always with the hair and it's always with a very punchy color. I just want to tell a, a couple of little stories about my relationship with Josh. Many years ago, I went to, I'm known as a hair whore because I have been around the block. Um, but I was at I was at a, ha- a hairdresser, nameless. And I'd, I'd watched a documentary about Marilyn Monroe at four o'clock in the morning. Don't ask me why. And the documentary was in black and white. Anyway, the next morning, I said to my colorist, "I want to go white. I want my hair to be white, like platinum white, like Marilyn Monroe. It's kind of shoulder length, my hair." And my colorist had been dutifully kind of coloring my hair very tastefully for a while, and she kind of blanched and she said, "Oh, I, really?" And I said, "No, I just want you to just like bleach it all." She said, "Well, I tell you what, I'm going to do." She said, "I'm going to, I'm going to do." Something to it and she said, See how you go. So I came out to quite orange. Okay, my hair was so orange, it absolutely wasn't going to go white. And I I got back to the Vogue office and I called up my colorist and I said, I said, you know, it's very orange. I don't know if I can live with orange. I really, you think you don't like orange, Mariam, I, I, it brings me out in hives. And she said, well, why don't you just give it, give it a couple of weeks and see how you feel. And I literally put down the phone and I called Josh and I was like, Josh, Josh, I've got to be here, I've got to help. And he said, get over here now. So I rushed over to Josh who had me white. Well, not within minutes because it's bloody hard to get my hair white and he made me white and about three months later I ran into my other colorist and I was so scared when I saw her and she came over to me and she put her arms around me and she went fucking blonde enough now she <laughs> and we've been great friends ever since but Josh has saved my life on many an occasion Josh I also remember that after my mum who we all adored died Do you remember you made me conquer brown like my mother? I I, I decided I've been blonde my whole life, and I went to Josh and I said, "I think I want to be." I mean, you don't have to be a you know genius to figure out why. But I I dyed my hair the same color as my mum's had been when I was a child because my mum was. Jewish race in gold. And I think people make very interesting hair choices depending on their emotions. Have you got lots of people trying out new things in lockdown, Josh? Um, I think what, what I'm hearing more, I mean, certainly from
0: our online community is maybe it's less of the experiment. It's more like if I can just keep my roots covered. I can keep everything going. So metaphorically, I think the idea that somebody can tackle that at home and very successfully cover their gray hair is actually giving them confidence. It's making them feel that they can deal with the bigger problems if the smaller problems can be taken away.
1: It's a huge self-esteem type of thing. I mean, the minute you look in the mirror and you see a bunch of grays, as a woman, you just feel like you look older and more tired. And it's not like men can have beautiful gray hair and like, you know, look better. Um, You just look like you're unkept when you're a woman, so. It's exactly the same for men as it is for women. Hair that's fully
0: pigmented, that's brown or dark blonde or mousy or blonde, looks much younger on both men and women. It's just in the West, in the, in the Western world, we've convinced ourselves that men look distinguished if they've got gray hair. And nine times out of 10, you know, men get a really bad deal with hair color because we only ever notice it and ridicule it if it's bad. There are a lot of men very successfully coloring their hair. Some of the consultations we've had have been from men like saying, my wife cannot ever know I color my hair. Am um, I going to cope. Now salons are closed.
1: Wow. I don't think I've ever seen a man in, in a salon when I've gone to get color anywhere. A lot of men come
0: very early in the morning before they go to, they go to work. Some of the famous men that I, I've colored that shall remain nameless, you'd never know that their hair was colored.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. My daughter, she's, she's nine. And she, this lockdown has, you know, is mastering eyeshadow and lipstick and blush and forget school. But um, she puts... Uh, you am going to say Chinese and Spanish and violin. I I wish that she did anything other than just makeup. I mean, like literally she looks crazy. And then she puts these um, hair extensions in a hot pink and yellow and, and purple. And she, we were on our walk yesterday and she said, mommy, I really want to make my, I'm not in school. I want to make my hair pink. And I use Like if I go to a costume party, I love coloring my hair, different colors, but I find pink is very hard to do in a brunette because it doesn't show so much. So, you know, is there something that uh, is so kind of safe that I could do with my daughter as like a little fun? We Because I'm also scared of having color for a very long period of time. If
0: she's dark like you, all those direct dyes, there's pinks and blues and greens and violets, they only work if you've got bleach in your hair. They're specifically formulated to work with bleach. If she's got very dark natural hair with no light in it at all, you would have to bleach the hair first. Yes. Do the too. ends pink and then cut it off when she's got to go to school. I mean, so what's the I,
2: I saw Billie Eilish being interviewed by James Corden. Did you see? And he yeah. said, We're five minutes away from knowing your real color. I thought, No, we're not. No, we're not. I mean, her hair's looked amazing all the way through lockdown. Yeah. It's stronger than ever. So, you know, I'm going green if I go anything. You've but always been super playful with colour like that, Josh. I mean, there's always been a little pink flick coming out from behind somebody's yeah. um, under, the, under the hair. Or 90% of what we're doing in salon,
0: especially in central London, is trying to make women look perfect or their version of perfect. And what ends up happening is nobody looks individual.
2: I wonder whether you've been hearing this from any of your clients, and Mariam and I have been talking about this, and because we're talking all things hair on this show um – But a lot of my friends have complained to me that in with the stress of all of this and generally they've experienced a lot of hair loss.
0: Well, hair loss is a very interesting topic. It's something I know quite a lot about, you know, aging myself, but also my clients age with me. You can't really lose hair overnight. You can only really lose hair like that with a medical condition and some kind of alopecia. What generally happens is you know if you're not eating well you're not sleeping well you're not taking care of yourself His hair grows in cycles so you can move into a shedding phase much quicker again what we found online with our color community online is because people aren't getting their roots done as often they tie their hair back and then they suddenly catch themselves in the mirror and they're like oh shit i've gone bald i'm going bald and it's actually the transparency of the white hair against the scalp, more so than it is a bald patch. So I think there's two subjects there. There's generally thinning because of kind of maybe not being as, as our well-being as is as, as well as it could be. But there's also an optical illusion of grey hair growing out, probably having more grey hair than one would normally have feeling that you can see your scalp
1: in the people who are thinning so one of the things that i love when i get my roots done and i think is the main reason because i don't have that many grays is that i like that my scalp gets a little bit tinted at the same time so it makes my hair appear that it's thicker than what it actually is and so i have to say i i use this brush and it gave me that same sort of effect and so um before i mean i'm i I don't know if I would have done it, but I contemplated micro, like having like micro bleeding essentially in my scalp in certain areas to give that illusion of fullness. Because regardless from when I was young, I mean, you could always see my hair, my scalp through my hair. And that's something that I've always had a slight insecurity with. And so this sort of gave me that in like three seconds and I didn't even have to think about it. You know, you could use this shampoo. I didn't try this on and like put it against white clothes, but I did touch it like five, 10 minutes later, and I didn't get anything on my fingers, which I find is one of the most annoying things because I usually wear a white coat in my office. And when I'm doing treatments, sometimes I go behind somebody and look at things. And then I look down on my white coat, and it's like a different color. I have to say that's something in like a little area of hair loss or in a patch that I think would be really nice to use because it's a great camouflager. And it washes out. So, I mean, I feel like that... Which one is that again, Mariam? I actually think it would be the dry shampoo because it goes onto the skin too. Or, I mean, I didn't try... The blending brush would probably work too. So, in terms of other things, yes, there's medical conditions that can cause it. Um, Stress is obviously a really big indicator. People don't know. I I know people think that they're at home, so there's less stress. But actually, as a parent... or even not, just as an adult, uh, which I'm sad to say I've entered the adulthood phase. thought I was young, and uh, I don't like these responsibilities. I'd rather go back to being a kid. But, you know, once you have any sort of adult sort of lifestyle, then, of course, you know, you have stresses even if you think you don't. So that can internally impact you quite a bit. And so you can have hair loss, you can have nervous, you know, energy tics, palpitations, you know, it manifests in lots of different ways. Sometimes with alopecia, I inject with some steroids every uh, four weeks, depending sometimes sooner, sometimes longer, depending on the reasoning for it. And if I think somebody has a metabolic reason, then I send them onward um, to another doctor to have some blood work done because Uh, there are some weird things that can thyroid is a very common one for women and then actually I don't know if you've ever used them the biotin um, and B5 injections that you can get in pharmacy in Paris so a friend of mine turned me on to this actually she only turned me on to this because I was the one injecting her she couldn't inject herself she was petrified so I would prepare her needles for her and like I give her a little bum injection and I did it and I kind of I don't know if it was psychological but uh, you know having B and biotin is always going to give you a good base for for hair growth. So you know there are things you can do, but I do think important hair care products is is um, is important because you have to remember this. I mean, this must be how many years old? I mean, I don't even know. It's probably like a few years old. My hair, you know, like the ends of my hair. So if you're not treating it well, of course, it's not going to stay looking well or grow longer. So. I think that's super important.
0: There's a lot of people that have got medical conditions or semi medical conditions that a lot of them have that treatment where you take the blood out and spin it and put it back yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. I've seen that work really well on scalp. And I think biotin is brilliant. Uh, things that you ingest, like the, the scalp is very good. There are also coloring techniques that you can do if you've got. I mean, I've got a couple of clients that suffer with male pattern baldness. And that's something that you can't rectify unless you have a hair transplant. And there are ways that you can colour hair to make it look thicker. For me, if there's ever, ever, even if it's even a whiff of something that could be thyroid related or medical, I send them straight to somebody, you know, to a professional to get that. I'm not, I'm not that person. I can help camouflage things, but I can't treat loss.
2: I think the PRP thing is, is very interesting. I mean, so many of my male friends, it's interesting, do have hair transplants, but I don't know of many women who have There
1: are a lot of women. So uh, actually I do a lot of PRP. PRP is one of the things that I do the most commonly. It's the most common procedure I do on men. So I usually do three PRP treatments on the scalp, not for alopecia, but just for hair thinning and loss. I usually do three one month apart from each other. And then I top it up at six months and then again at a year. And then maybe I even restart it at a year just to give it a boost. So um, in women, I do that too along along their hairline. So I usually do PRP in their face or their chest, their hands, wherever they want it. And then sometimes we do a little bit extra just along the hairline right here. Also, you have to think like you know. I keep my hair up in a ponytail a lot, and it's traction and it's pulling back. And you know, there's wear and tear even on the scalp. What's your best at home um, treatment that you think is good for somebody to do now? So, you know, sometimes like my friends, they I don't have to care, but you know, my friends who have that crazy, amazing, thick Middle Eastern hair, um, they put in all these oils and they sleep in it, and you know, they do all of these things. What do you think makes like a really good home treatment and which one what do you recommend for like that really big volumed hair and then someone like me who has like you know three hair strands
0: i'm a great believer in a clean scalp i think if you wash your hair and keep it really clean massage the scalp that's super important it's like doing a face massage it gets the blood stimulated people that have got really wiry wild hair one time i was working in india with one of my uh, clients that i visit there and they had a lady that did their hair for them all the time. I think they were using a, a combination of a of olive oil, but neem oil. Yes, they combed it through and tied it tight. And when they rinsed that and washed it out, it really had had a smoothing effect for that very wild, wiry, big hair. And then for somebody's hair that's very fine, any protein. I mean, you know, an egg really would help give body. At the end of the day, I'm you know I'm a great, great, great believer in
1: clean hair. I'm going to say one story with egg white which is why, or eggs, which is why I never did that again. I think I must have been, you know, in my early teens 13, 14 and I was doing all these at home masks and I was doing things for my hair and I washed my hair with eggs and it cooked in my hair scrambled hair I basically had scrambled hair and oh my god i it, i have thank god i have straight hair but getting that egg yolk out of my head was i mean i i obviously did not read the directions of whatever i well, There's no Google, so I don't know what I looked at it up in, but that was hilarious.
0: Quite a lot of my clients use ale or beer, uh, it's got wheat proteins in
2: it, so I would imagine that would help to plump out the hair a little bit. I'm so interested about the clean hair thing because I wash my hair every day. I, mean, I haven't got very much hair, I've got, I mean, I've got thick, very thick, very fine hair, and and I'm lucky I don't really have to do very much to it. And actually, in lockdown. The one thing I was saying to you earlier I haven't really had to worry about is my hair because my base colour is absolutely fine. It started off being ridiculously short and so now it's just short, short. But I do love to wash my hair every day. I would probably wash it twice a day if I could. I'm a clean freak like that and I love to get in the shower. And Josh, not just because you're on with us today, but you do a hair mask that I absolutely love, like a treatment and I love the, the smell. everything mask. Because my hair is so fine, I don't do very many treatment masks because it, it's fine so it will flop down. But your your hair care kind of shampoos and, and that treatment mask have got such a freshness to them. They actually, I'm sort of aware of it every time I put it on. and It leaves my hair really fresh and springy and shiny and healthy. It's a lovely product. A
0: lot of people don't want to shampoo every day because they don't want to blow dry I would negate shampooing very often. If you're going to blow dry heavily every day, it's the blow dry that's damaging the hair as much as anything else. One thing that I knew when I was formulating the care range was it had to nourish but not heavy? Somebody once said to me, "I like my hair to feel like it's been freshly laundered," and that was a really interesting concept for me. Having hair that feels like fresh linen—that's got this life—been brought back to it rather than taken away from it. Ninety percent of people are looking for hair that behaves in a very specific way, which is not frizzy and flyaway, but not flat. And that's what we were formulating against: finding the right balance of adding proteins and amino acids, the conditioning agents. So, so you don't want a, a, a conditioner that, like, your, your comb gets like tangled halfway down. In the same respect, you don't want something that feels like it's got oil on it or it's very heavy. So formulating something that that was robust enough to make hair feel conditioned but really capture the body of the hair it took some doing but we did it in the end you've
2: really educated women to kind of take care of themselves and to maybe I, I don't think women will ever want to stop coming to the hairdresser i love everything about it i love seeing you i love i know i'm going to get some good goss and a chat i know i'm going to feel that much better when I leave because I really enjoy it. And I really enjoy I used to get so much information. I used to meet people who tell me about things they were doing. When I was a teenager I went to live in Australia and I behaved so badly. I remember my mother writing me a letter saying I don't know what you're doing, but I'm hearing about it at the hairdresser stop. It's all of life and and so I think the takeaway from this is that the hairdresser's always going to be a happy place for a lot of people. You keep women looking their absolute best but at the same time, I think exactly as Marianne was saying, you know, women have also learned that, they, that sisters can do it for themselves with your help. I think I'm speaking for the nation where I say thank you, because I really do think that you've come to the rescue of of many, 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 many women. And you've done a great thing. And I think you should be very proud of yourself. And I'm very proud of you. And so thank you. It
0: wasn't about education for me. It was about empowering people
2: feel that they could take things into their own hands a little. I think you've really achieved that and I'm going to be back for the cappuccino in the camp chat. So thank you so much for coming on to The Guinea Pig, Josh. Thank
1: you so much and if you have any questions, please follow us on Instagram and send a DM or send an email.
2: Thanks, Josh. Lots of love. Bye.
1: The Guinea
0: Pig provides unbiased information to those who may be considering cosmetic surgery or even trialing a non-invasive treatment or product. We do not endorse the use of any product or procedure featured in this podcast and are not responsible for the outcome of any of the treatments featured on this podcast or damage caused in connection with any treatments or products. Should you decide to try any of the procedures, treatments or products mentioned in any episode of The Guinea Pig, you do so at your own risk. Always consult an independent and fully qualified medical professional if you are considering embarking on a medical procedure, irrespective of whether it's an invasive or non-invasive procedure.